He said, trouble, listen, we claim all the blessings of God, those promises. We don't ever claim the trouble part. Jesus said, I promise you, trouble is going to come your way. He said, plug in. Use, listen, all your trouble should be doing to you right now is just, oh, yeah, I forgot to plug it in this morning. That's good. I forgot to plug. Oh, I'm worried. I can't sleep at night. Plug it in. It's like that little air freshener. Y'all been sitting here thinking that. I've almost said it two or three times. Plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> I thought about it two or three times. I just didn't do it. Next verse. And he says to me, okay, so here's God's answer. He says to me, my grace, say grace. He says, you're bringing up the infirmity three times. God's response is, my grace. Lord, please help me out of this situation. God says, my grace. I can enable you to handle this. And if I was to take away all of your issues, you might forget to plug in. You might start thinking it's you. You might start thinking, I'm so blessed, highly favored of the Lord. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to be a sower, giver. I don't need to plug in. I don't need to worship. And I'm telling you, your life is going to overtake. You're going to be consumed quickly. And I'm telling you, you got to plug in. Plug in. Listen, I'm going to make this bold announcement. Nothing in life is more important than plugging in. Nothing. Nothing. You are not going to be able to be a good husband, a good wife, a good friend, a good teacher, a good anything unless you're plugged in. And if you're flat on your back, you cannot do anything for the world. If you're not plugged in, God said, I don't care what your trouble is. Plugging in is the important thing. He says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather, Paul says, to boast in my infirmities. Now he's saying, now I like to brag on the fact that I have issues because when I have issues, this is when the grace of God comes in. The fact that I have issues brought Jesus to me. The fact that I had issues brought him to me. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. In verse 17 it says, For he was not given to the world to condemn it, but through him the world might be saved. In other words, he's saying, I didn't come because y'all were good. I came because you were evil. In other words, he's saying, Your negatives attracted my positive. My goodness. Your negatives have attracted my positives. My God. Let me get Matthew 10. This will be my last example. I'm going to show you something. I want you all to go home and read that verse later to yourself. Read it over and over. My grace is sufficient. God, what about my problems? My grace. God, what about this? Plug in. Take. Take from me. Take my strength. I like, I like Isaiah. It says, it says that God invites those that do not have money to come and buy. It's like walking in Walmart. You have everything you need, but you don't have any money. And that's like the kingdom of God, but you don't need money. You go in and you just buy stuff without anything. You buy it on Jesus' account. It's an unlimited credit card. You just go in. And it's already been paid for by somebody else you just take. And this is what plugging in is. It's so, look, there's so much power running through these sockets over here. But if we don't plug in, nothing works. My prayers ain't working, Lord. You're not plugging in. You think your prayers are doing it. See, prayer is a vehicle. 
It's not because your prayer was good. Oh, thou most mighty high Lord. You think you got to pray like that? It's not about the skillful prayer. It's about the broken prayer. Your negative attracts his positive. When you get down on your knees and say, I don't know a single scripture, Lord, help me. Your negative attracts it. See, when you get to know a few things, sometimes you get a little proud, a little boastful. You're looking for a scripture for it. And, th- and that's all well and good. Look for scriptures. But I'm telling you, be mindful that it is, how does grace work? How does this undeserved power flow? How does this enablement come to me so I can walk out of my sin because it's killing my life? How does this work? Plugging in. Church should be the most attended thing on the face of the planet. If I could just get some other people to realize nothing is working in your life, you know why? You're not plugged in. People think church is a religious thing. We got to change that, y'all. We got to change the attitude towards God's stuff because the world is continuing to try to build their kingdom, and one day it's all going to wash away. All the riches in the world are going to spoil and wash away. All the things we try to build and secure ourselves with, it's going to wash away. It's going to fade away. I like how James addressed the rich people in the Bible. He said, I don't know why you're doing this. He said, your life is like a, a fading smoke, a vapor. You know, you see it for a second, our life is like a puff of smoke, and it's gone. What are we going to do while we got this opportunity? I'm going to spend eternity with the king, reigning with him and his kingdom forever and ever. What am I going to do to take people with me? How am I going to get people to Easter? We was outside on the street yesterday, and it was pouring rain. And I know people are like, I ain't going out there, it's raining. And you know what? See, that's some attitude, and I understand that. Not Hey. If the rain keeps you out, it keeps you out. We left after a while. It rained on us. We stayed out there as long as we could, but we gave it a shot. We did it over and over. It kept raining. Then it was sun would come out, and we would go back. You know why? Because I just don't want to see people go to hell, and I don't want to see people live in their sin. And I am more, like, tuned in to what I think God wants for them and them more than what I am in my own comfort. I'm trying. I'm like, yeah, I know it's going to be cold, but, but people are dying. I, I know it's raining, but, but somebody needs this. I know, I know this is going to be tough. I know it's kind of hard to set up the church and tear it down every Sunday, but, but somebody needs this. Some, somebody's got to have this. Somebody, somebody don't know that they can plug in. Let me show you this real quick. I'm going to have to move through this one pretty fast. Now, they came to Jericho as they went out. Jericho, this is Jesus, out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude um, and a great multitude. Excuse me. So Jesus is going out with a great multitude. And blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, Bartimaeus just means, the word bar just means the son of. He's the, so this is blind, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Next verse. And when he heard that it, that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. See, back then, they would identify, they knew the Messiah was coming through the lineage of David, the royal lineage of David. So this man was blind in his eyes, but somehow he could understand and detect something that a lot of those multitudes could not. Because he didn't address him as Jesus something else. He was saying, Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, the graceful one, my Messiah. I am identifying this man. I know he's full of grace. And what is he doing? He's crying out because he's trying to plug in. How does it work? You got to cry out. You got to worship. You got to plug in. Next verse. They warned him, be quiet. But he cried out all the more. See, people are going to tell you when you start doing strange things, they're going to, why are you doing all that stuff? It don't take all that. It don't take all that. And I just look at them and say, be quiet. Don't talk to me. I'm plugging in. I'm plugging in. 
He said, he cries out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. He is plugging in. He sees the grace coming and he's plugging into it. Next verse. So Jesus stood still. Only when you plug in can you make God stand still and give you his attention. God is going around looking for somebody that will plug into him. And that makes him stand still. So he commanded him to be called. He says, now bring this man to me. By the way, beggars were the, most, were, were the most ridiculed and lowest forms of life back then that you could have. And also, if you had a handicap, which was his blindness, his handicap, they also looked down on him for that because he was considered a drain on society. Because also the Levitical law also says that they are supposed to take care of the handicap. So they ignore these people and they persecute them. And this man is the lowest form of life. I don't know about you, but when Jesus saved me, I probably would be considered like this. Got so many issues. Look at my handicaps. I'm blind. I can't see what God is doing. But Jesus is calling him to him. He says, be of good cheer and rise. He is calling you. This is what they say to the man. Next verse. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. This man jumps up and runs to plug in. I'm going to stop right there. You can read that story on the way home as well. Or don't do it on the way home. You've got to drive. But when you get there. I hope you guys can see this. I want to show you something. I was doing a little study, and I can't even tell you why I was studying batteries. Can somebody open this for me? Give me one of those batteries. I can't even tell you why I was studying batteries. I mean, I was doing research on batteries, y'all. I think because I got into this whole thing in my study about power. And at first I was studying po like power, and I got a lot out of that. But then I was seeing how amazing it was how God is in everything. How many of you guys were good at math? Okay, so all the math people in here, I wasn't great at math, but I did understand this one concept. When you're dealing with numbers, a negative number, if there's one more negative than there are positives, the whole value is negative. Am I correct? If there's too many negatives, for example, if this is a quadrant of negatives, so here's your issues, your negatives, okay? This is you. You're depressed, anxiety, worry, stress, all your negatives. I just need one. Thank you. All right? How does grace work? Now, in a battery, so this would also look like a battery. So this is one side of the battery, and the other side is positively charged, okay? I'm not going to get into the scientific part of it. Okay, so... If this is a battery, this is the, the negative side, this is the positive side. How many of you guys know you, there can be no power present unless there is a positive and a negative? There's no power. And I just told you that you have no power unless you plug in. All of, the, Paul said this. Paul said, nothing good in me dwells. There is nothing in me that's good. I'm educated. I'm qualified. I got it all together. But there's still nothing in me. I have no confidence in my flesh. I am full of negatives. In a battery, this is how a battery works, y'all. There's a rod running between this battery on the negative end and connects it to the positive end. In the middle of this battery, there is a little, and I'm just going to not use the technical terms, but in the middle there is a little filter there, and it blocks the negatives from transferring over to the positives because the positives are extremely attracted to the negatives. And if there was not something in the middle to block it, the positives and the negatives would come together, creating a charge. So what happens to a battery when you plug it in is that now there is a, a conductor that takes you around the blockage and as the positives 
and the, neg the negatives actually discharge from this side and travel through the conductor or the wire, and in between they'll put something there that needs power, like a, like a light bulb. So the negatives are discharged and travel through the wire or the conductor, and they go over to the positive side, which creates a power current. The light lights up because the transfer of the positives are going over to the negatives. Am I losing you? So this is how grace works. And this is a math equation as well. So if there was no barrier in between, these two things would come together quickly. See, the Bible says that we are all sinners and have fallen short of the glory of God. So we were all born with this barrier. Okay? And so we are full of negatives and Jesus is full of positives. There was, the Bible says that there was no bad things that dwell in him. He was full of goodness. No darkness in him at all. No shadow of turning. So we are trying to get the righteousness of God into our lives, but there's a blockage of sin. So what happens is Jesus comes on the cross and creates for us a conductor. Okay? And the conductor, what it does, it allows us to discharge, and now our negatives are traveled over, and they take on the side of his positives. So every one of our negatives is canceled out. This is the math part. It's canceled out by the positives. So if this number was negative 8, all you would need over here is a positive 8 to make this a 0. Am I correct? Now, it's not just a positive 8 over here because Jesus is full of power. He is full of good things. I'm a negative 8, but Jesus is a, and I don't know if this is right, he's a positive infinity. Okay? So Jesus is abundantly, you saw the scripture, Romans 5, it is in an abundance of grace. It is an abundance of righteousness. And now when you plug into it, your negatives travel over to his positives and it cancels out. And now God blesses you because you are positive. So God is looking on your life. And listen, when the negatives are discharged to the positives, now you're plugged in and power begins to flow. And at the end of this circuit, there will be like a light bulb, so to speak kind of thing my artwork so in between the positives and the negatives there's a charge that creates power this is what lights the light up and Jesus said we are called to be salt and we are called to be light the problem is we can't light anything up unless we're plugged in and all of it you going to bring God your issues Lord what about this sickness what about this thing what about this thing he says my strength is made perfect in your weakness my positives are extremely attracted to your negatives. You say, oh, Pastor Mike, I got so many issues. Jesus said, my positives are extremely attracted to your negatives. And in other words, he told Paul, he said, my grace, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. In other words, when me and you come together, it creates something powerful that can light up the world. But apart from me, you can do nothing because everything in you is negative. I'm preaching. I don't have time. I wish I had time to explain the whole battery thing. But all I'm saying is, if you take this and I hold it right here, there is nothing here. But if I plug it in, then the negatives will transfer over to the positives and create a charge and power, whatever that thing is. Listen, you want a powerful life? We've got to plug into his positives because we are all negatives. Does that make you happy? Amen. You can clap. I'm not against clapping. So here's what I want to do. Chris, can you help me, sir? I, this is what I want to do. I want to pray for a couple of you guys. Um, we always do our giving at the end. You can go ahead and get that prepared. There are envelopes under your chairs or somewhere close to you. Uh, we are gearing up for a big Easter push, and I just want you to know that everything you bring to this house, whether you're 
serving and volunteering, you're giving your time and all that. Uh, if you're going to show up the next three Saturdays, if you'll join us at the movies, uh, or if you're just giving a, a, a gift today towards the, the church, I'm telling you, this is what we're about. This is what we're about. We know that on our own we can do nothing. But we know if we can get people in God's presence and get them to plug in, that we can change the world. So that's why we give. We give because we are worshiping God. It's a, it's a, it's a posture of worship. It's because he loves me. And this is my response. I want God, God, I want everybody to know. I want everybody to know. So I give from my heart. I do my best. I'm giving my best. And I know wherever I fall short, Jesus' positives are extremely attracted to your negatives. And that creates power. Some people don't like that because they like their positives. Lord, I go to church, I do this, I do this, and you're talking about your positives. He said, that's not where the power is. The power is when you bring me your negatives. See, I know, I know we don't like to have flaws because when we look like we have flaws, we're afraid that our enemies will take advantage of us. They'll overtake us. So we don't come in showing our flaws. We always put our best foot forward. But I'm reminded of the man with the withered hand in the Bible. There's a story there. He, Jesus goes into the synagogue on the Sabbath and all the religious people are standing around and they're saying, I wonder if he's going to heal this man on the Sabbath. You're not supposed to do that on this day. And Jesus comes in and he calls the man forward and he says, stretch out your hand. And the man has an option to show Jesus the good hand, which is what we would all probably do. It's Jesus. I got to impress Jesus and give him the good hand. I don't want to show him my issues. But see, this is how grace works. When you show your negatives, you attract his positives. My goodness. I know it's hard because we don't want people to know. We're afraid we're going to get taken advantage of, made fun of. We're going to be ridiculed. Something's going to happen. And look, God said, if you would just show it to me. It can be you and God. It doesn't have to be all of us. It can be you and God. you got to let him see it. Let him touch it. Let him deal with it. you got to let God have your negatives because his positives will overtake you. Overtake you. Grace unleashed. Grace unleashed. When my negatives become present, his positives overtake and I get my healing. His positives come in and heal my every disease. Hallelujah. I feel his presence, don't you? So, we're going to always try to make it a church where we can be transparent as much as we can because I want Jesus' positives all in this room. I want this room charged with a positive energy. I want, and listen, when you receive his positives, you just got to give him glory. That, you know what that does? Your neighbors start to get off, feed off of that energy. Now, now I'm hooking up with you and now, now we got a power that we didn't have by ourselves. Now, now we are got a current flowing through this whole building and we are lifting each other up. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, things can get so powerful in here that this city would just be shaken by the love of God. I feel his love. I just, yeah. I love being plugged into his presence.